Welcome to the Pursuit of Peace podcast. My name is Parul and I am obsessed with everything holistic health and spirituality. I am determined to uplevel my mind, body and spirit to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. I truly believe that we're all looking to create a sense of lasting inner peace through all our pursuits in life. Health, wealth, relationships, spirituality, business, jobs or a college degree. Whatever that might look like for you at the moment, the goal is same. To find that blissful state, that lasting joy and inner peace. And the intention behind this podcast is to share my quest for inner peace so that might kickstart your journey to discover the source of that true lasting joy and bliss that I feel can only be created from the inside out. Before I start today's episode, I have a quick announcement to make. I'm opening up five limited spots in my Manifestation Academy in the coming month where I share the exact blueprint that I've learned and implemented in my life in the last year and a half to move out of my overthinking and fearful mind to create a version of myself who can find a sense of peace, safety and joy within, which has naturally attracted deeper relationships and a life of purpose and more money for me. If this is what you desire for yourself, I invite you for a free manifestation breakthrough session with me to see if I can help you get there as well. Click on the link in the show notes to book your free session or send me a message over Instagram at pursuit of peace underscore parallel with the word manifest and I'll walk you through the details. So hoping to hear from you soon. Hello, everyone. I'm back with another episode of my podcast, Pursuit of Peace. My name is Parul and today I have with me Kat Kozar. Kat is a money manifestation coach. She specifically helps women transform their relationship with money and to be able to call it in with ease. But if you're here and you're not a woman, I am 200% sure that this conversation will still benefit you a lot. So hang in there. Kat and I are going to be talking about all things money today. Woohoo! This is one topic that used to, and to a certain extent, still brings up all my prickly fears. For the longest time, I believed that money is not important. I never wanted to make a lot of money. I thought that wanting a meaningful career in life cannot go hand in hand with a desire for money because it is not a noble pursuit. And as I started working on my relationship with money, I realized it was not just me, but a lot of people out there who have a very broken relationship with it. So my intention with this episode is to break down some of the myths surrounding money and how to call in an overflow of it. And this is why I have Kat with me today. Welcome, Kat. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to chat with you. Oh my gosh. Hi. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And yes, absolutely. This benefits both men and women. This, All of these concepts are universal. And I know that money is one of the top three things that almost everybody struggles with to some certain extent, whether you were born with money or without money. Uh, money kind of leaves a nasty taste in people's mouths. So I'm super excited to help clear that up and help people manifest more money through this conversation. 
Exciting. <laughs> so Kat, tell me a little bit about your journey, your relationship with money growing up. Um, you are a money manifestation coach today, and this is not a very conventional career path. What is it that led you in this direction? And did you come from money? What is it? What is your story? Absolutely. So uh, my story, I come from a family that lived paycheck to paycheck. So growing up, we lived pretty much in poverty. Um, There were times that I would see my mom in the grocery store choosing between, okay, do we get cat food for the cats or do we get shampoo for us? Um, And through that and watching my parents struggle with money and struggle with a lot of other things, there was alcohol abuse and their relationship was super toxic. And I was bullied growing up for being overweight, just lots of things that felt really challenging. It led me to trying to escape from that reality, escape from all of those really hard things. So I turned to alcohol and drugs and sex and all of these things as I grew up to kind of numb out from it and escape that feeling in addition to trying to find some sort of safety. So I worked my ass off. I worked so hard for so many years trying to climb the ladder in the different jobs that I was doing and never being able to make more than like $40,000 a year in the U.S., And that was like my glass ceiling had no clue, no matter how hard I worked, whether I was working 60 plus hours or more like to break through that. So I definitely was in a really challenging position with it and ultimately ended up completely trying to change my life and doing it in the way of not actually look at like, okay, what am I telling about my life? What are the stories that I have about my life and about myself and like, what am I creating? Because I was very unaware of the power of manifestation and all of the different things that we'll be talking about, I'm sure in this episode. Um, So I picked up my life and moved to a different state in hopes of leaving all of my problems in the past. And it didn't work because I didn't realize that your problems follow you. So there I was in a new environment, none of my comfort zone or safety blanket or any of the things that I had had from the past there to numb things out or comfort me. And I was faced with all of these different issues that I had been running away with or running away from for such a long time and found myself at the most sad, lost, broke place of my life. I was $70,000 in debt and working 60 plus hours a week, didn't make enough money in the job that I was working at the time to even pay all of the bills that I had at the time. So I was going more and more into debt on a daily basis and just reached this place of like hopelessness, honestly, like didn't really know if I wanted life to continue. And that's when manifestation and the law of attraction really showed up in my life. And I didn't understand what I was supposed to do with it, but I knew that it felt like it was something that I needed to pay attention to. So I made the promise to myself that I would put my focus and my attention into giving all that I had to learning about intentional manifestation and the law of attraction for one year to see what could happen. And within that time, 
I was able to completely transform my life. It's been a little over two years now. Um, go from $70,000 in debt to completely financially free, attracting and manifesting consistently five figures, uh, multiple five figures a month, and have complete time freedom, location freedom, that financial freedom, living in New York City, living my dream life, living in the most gorgeous apartment here. Uh, I've been able to buy my first luxury car and build the business of my dreams. And I've now helped over 150 women in the past two years step into this for themselves as well, creating this life of freedom, not only with money, but all in any areas of their life that they don't feel 100% fulfilled with because we deserve it. All of us who have any sort of desire in our heart, we deserve those different things. And um, just like you were saying with your story, it's like money had that challenging, I don't know, dynamic and stepping out of that so that we can actually live the happiest, healthiest, most fulfilled lives that we possibly can, just like I'm doing for myself now. Mm -hmm. Your story sounds like it's right out of a movie. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Sometimes I look back on my life and I'm like, did I actually do that? Yeah. And how does that feel? It feels kind of crazy. Honestly, I was talking to my mom about this. I went home for a month over Christmas and I shared with her, like, I look back on different seasons of my life and it doesn't feel like mine. And I know that that's just a reflection of how much inner work I've done and how much I've uh, shifted and changed my internal reality to be so far away from how I felt and what was true to me at that time versus like what is true to me now and the direct reflection of how that shows up in my external reality. Yeah. And what was that for you? Like what were the top three things that were probably showing up in your life internally, which were reflected externally in terms with, in terms of your relationship to money? Mm hmm. Yeah. So that's an awesome question. I would say top three things. First one that comes up for me is that I didn't feel safe. I didn't feel safe with money. I didn't feel safe without money. So I was in this constant like love hate relationship where I would manifest quite a bit of money at like certain times. But then because I didn't feel safe with it, I would spend it all, get rid of it, Uh, manifest different ways for unexpected financial circumstances to come up and take massive chunks of money away from me because there was no internal safety surrounding my relationship to money. And in addition to that, because there wasn't that safety there, I would spend, I mean, I spent at least 60 hours a week from the age of 18 years old to the age of 23, where I was working a week. And while all of my other friends and people my age were off being young and doing like kid things, I was working my ass off because I felt like that was the only way that I could feel safe. And when I wasn't at work, I had overwhelming anxiety. Um, So uh, that was like first and foremost thing that I saw was a direct reflection of my inner world. I'd say, Another thing was the the way that I talked about money and the relationship that I had with money overall 
was very negative. I talked about it in a way of just complete scarcity, the like typical conversations of like, oh no, I can't afford that. I thought rich people were awful. I just constantly was bashing on money. And as a result of that, I once again would have unfortunate financial circumstances come up as well as just it felt really hard to maintain any sort of healthy dynamic with money. Um, And then third one, I would say, was that it felt like I could never receive more. So like I was saying, it felt like no matter how hard I worked or whatever I did, I couldn't receive more than a certain amount. I had this glass ceiling. And I remember growing up, there were a few people in our town that like their parents made six figures or multiple six figures. And I was just like, holy shit, that's what it means to be rich. Like six figures is beyond anything that I can imagine. So shifting into who and where I am now, I'm a multiple six figure entrepreneur and I hit that less than two years into my business journey it took a lot of shifting the perspective of what it meant to be wealthy and what wealth means overall in order to raise my vibration and also my mindset and my belief system into the place of like, this is attainable. Like that isn't extreme wealth and that I am capable of stepping into the role of being a six-figure earner, a multiple six-figure earner, a seven-figure earner, so on and so forth. Um, And that's what we have to do in order to piece by piece, shift by shift, get into the place where we're attracting and manifesting more money. Wow. So one of the things that you mentioned was that you didn't feel safe around money. You didn't didn't feel safe attracting money or you didn't feel safe um, keeping the money that you earn. Am I right? Yes. Can you talk a little more about what does that mean, not feeling safe or feeling safe with money? Absolutely. So this is hands down when it comes to manifestation, whether it's money manifestation or anything else in our lives. If we do not feel safe to receive it, there will be resistance to it and we will block it. So something that I love to have all of the women that I work with do, and I do this for myself often, honestly, probably on a daily basis, I think about the things that I desire to manifest. So for example, for somebody who's listening to this episode, perhaps you are a business owner or you are thinking about going on some sort of manifestation journey and you want to manifest let's say like $10,000 a month. That seems to be the the lucky number, the hot number out there in terms of like the online world. So if you close your eyes and think about that Mm $10,000 and feel in your body, does this feel safe? And really asking yourself, does it feel safe for me to receive $10,000? Mm-hmm. You can feel like on a scale of one to 10, how, how safe that feels. So for me right now, that feels like a 10, mm-hmm. but if we rewind to two years ago, when I had just started my coaching business, that probably felt like a, a five or a six. It didn't feel like it was something that was super safe for me just because 
the limiting beliefs around like, okay, like what, what will my family think if I'm making that amount of money? What will my friends think? Mm -hmm. Am I going to not be connected to all of the people that I used to bitch about money with? Um, All of the, the limiting beliefs of like, am I still a good person? If Mm -hmm. I have that money, is that greedy? If I have money were coming up for me at that point when I was thinking about that, that amount of money. And that's a telltale sign of like, no, you do not feel safe to receive that money. And if you did, you would have already received it by now. So if you close your eyes and you're like, yep, 10, 10 out of 10, I feel safe to receive this. Mm-hmm. I encourage you to go back in and ask yourself that question again, because if you felt like a 10 out of 10, you felt completely safe to receive it, you would have already received it. So really getting honest with yourself of like, what part of me does not feel safe to receive this? And the coolest thing about us and our bodies and um, the way that we can channel these answers out of us is like, we already have all of the answers to our problems, to our questions inside of us. So if you can sit with yourself and get quiet and really connect to that inner voice inside of you, to your intuition, to those inner knowings, then you can pull those answers out of like, no, I don't feel safe. And therefore, now that I have this understanding of why, what the limiting belief is that is coming up, I can start to shift and change that. And I can start to do the things to create that internal safety. And one of the biggest things that I do and I still do on a daily basis is I will pull out my journal and first thing in the morning I like to do is prime my brain and my nervous system for safety. So whether that's directly related to money or not, it can also just be like a general overall daily thing that isn't just focused in on money is writing out like the affirmations. I am safe. I am safe to be here. I'm safe in my body. I'm safe to experience this. I'm safe to feel my emotions. I'm safe to receive money. I'm safe to have money. All of these different safety affirmations around money are going to be so helpful for you and your subconscious mind because the subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. So when we start to tell ourselves that we are safe and we're consistent with it, Essentially, like if you were to go to the gym every single day and be consistent, you would have your dream body. Same with us going to the spiritual gym or the the mindset gym, you being consistent with that on a daily basis, you do those bicep curls for the brain, you build that consistency that then helps you build the neural pathways inside of your subconscious mind that allow that safety to become your new normal. Wow, that is such a brilliant example because when you put out that number and I actually did that, I closed my eyes and I asked myself, do you feel safe? And at the moment I don't. And you know what comes up for me is there are two things that come up for me. Um, One is that probably this is possible for me in a job, but in my business, you know, I don't know, I'm too new. And then Mm -hmm. the second thing that came up for me was this is going to be a lot of hard work. Like, I have been burnt out previously in my jobs. I've worked a lot uh, myself, just as you have. And this is an overarching belief in my system, which I'm still working on that, you know, making money is a lot of hard work and I'm scared of being burnt out over and over again. And this Mm -hmm. is the reason why it feels unsafe. 
Totally. Totally. And I would say that like that, those two things, first one being for like entrepreneurs. Um, I think that that's one of the most common beliefs as they're starting out. And then that second piece of what you said of this is going to be a lot of hard work Mm -hmm. is one of the top limiting beliefs when it comes to money and what people experience with money, because as, as a whole, our world has conditioned us to work really hard, like so hard for the things that we want. And we almost do not feel worthy of the things that we receive if we're not working that hard for it, Mm -hmm. as opposed to like somebody who, who plays smarter, who has a different rule book, who allows themselves to step into the area of ease and flow and people looking at them. Like a lot of the times when I go home and I have like a conversation with my family about how much money I'm making now. And the fact that like most weeks I don't work more than 20 hours a week. And that's completely cut down from where I used to be. But the fact that I am making, I don't know, four times, five times the amount of money that I used to make is, it's not like a, wow, like, oh my gosh, kick out, you did it. Like you're working so hard. We're so proud of you. It's like a, wow, you can do that. Like, is that legal? Can, are you, are you scamming people? Like, how do you, how do you make that work? And so just knowing, like giving yourself grace for the fact that if that is your belief, like if you believe that you are going to have to work really freaking hard to receive the kind of money that you desire, that's a societal limiting belief. And like giving yourself grace for the fact that like you never chose that for yourself. You never decided to say, okay, this is a belief that I'm going to embody because it's true. It was a belief that was handed to you. And just like all of the beliefs that we have, because our subconscious minds are, they make up 95% of the human brain and they're typically molded between ages zero to seven. All of the beliefs that you pick up on around money, around all of the different things in our lives, they were given to you. Mm -hmm. And because they were given to you, you have the power to unlearn those different things and choose to learn a new belief system. And something that you mentioned right before we started this podcast episode is like, okay, awesome. I understand that from the mental standpoint of it, that like, I need to unlearn these beliefs and believe something different, but where manifestation, effortless manifestation actually happens is taking that mental conception and bringing it down into your body and becoming the embodiment of it. And that is, I'd say like why most people don't manifest what they want, because that's where the actual like fear and anxiety and nervousness and tension and pressure around these limiting beliefs come up because you're actually breaking out of the old operating system. So given the example of working really hard to make money. Mm -hmm. So as a business owner, I can imagine that most of the people listening to this, and I can say from my experience as well, it's like, 
as a business owner, you're like, okay, I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to sit down from this time to this time and just focus on my business and essentially work like 12, 16 hour days, as opposed to like wanting to break out of the nine to five job or whatever it is to have that freedom, creating even more work for yourself because you're like, I need to work really hard to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a season for hustle. There's a season for getting those things off the ground and creating that kind of momentum in your business. But if the goal of becoming a business owner is to have that freedom, then you're not going to be wanting to work 12, 16 hours a day for the rest of your career. That's just not sustainable. That's going to be something that burns you out and doesn't necessarily feel worth it. So what the shift has to happen in that kind of way is like, Taking the belief of, I have to work really hard to make money, understanding why you believe that in the first place, which like we talked about, that's a very societal limiting belief that you've proven to be true over and over and over again in your life because of the work ethic that has been in place in the past and recognizing that like, okay, that is just one perception of what is true. And starting to understand, like, what do you want to be true? So for me, it was like, I want to work no more than 20 hours a week, but I want to make more money. And listening to the doubt and the fears and the different things that came up around that and doing the inner work to sort around those different things. But ultimately, then putting myself into the position of working no more than 20 hours a week getting very intentional with my time, putting all of my focus and attention into the few hours that I was giving myself on those days that I was choosing to work and then cutting myself off and listening to the doubt and the fear and the the uproar and the resistance that would come up when I would cut myself off at that time and sitting with it. Because when we sit with all of this tension, all of this pressure that is there, we're actually accepting it and allowing ourselves to experience it as opposed to um, continuing to play out the limited belief of like, I have to work harder to receive. If you were to just keep working and keep going, you're playing into the old conditioning. You're playing into that belief system. And in order to break out of that belief system, you have to act within different behaviors. And that requires you to then embody the behaviors of what the belief is that you are trying to instill in you so that you have evidence of what that belief looks like for your subconscious mind. And with time, once again, with time and consistency of doing this, you break through that old operating system, that old way of being, and this new belief system of I can work what I want to work, do what I want to do when I want to do it, whatever the belief is that like, you do not have to work hard to make more money. You just have to be in alignment. You have to be intentional. You have to be in flow, whatever it is. Then that becomes the new normal and your energy emitting out that into the universe is then going to call that back in by the law of attraction and allow more of this ease and flow to show up in your life. Wow. Wow. That is such... Does that make sense? It does. But I have another follow-up question to that. So what I'm hearing is that one part of it is that if you're, for instance, somebody who's building a new business or, you know, working on a side hustle, so maybe initially you will have to work a bit harder or rather put in 
more hours. But the other part is being intentional about changing that particular belief, the one that we're talking about, that a lot of hard work is required to make more money. So the mm-hmm. other part of the story is um, intentionally working on the opposite belief that there can be more ease and fun and flow while making money. So embodying that in terms of taking out time to actually do those fun things to bring in more ease. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, just to clarify what I'm saying, I feel as though like a lot of people, um, they won't start the action of like starting a business or doing whatever it is that they want to do Mm -hmm. until the inner work is done. And it's like, you can put yourself into this position of like, okay, right now, my belief system my belief system is that I'm going to have to work really hard and that's okay. You can still get started with that being the belief system and being in that position of like at the very beginning, this is something that I experienced. It was like, it didn't feel like hard work, even though I was putting in all of these hours and I was putting in all of this effort because I was so excited. I was so ready. I wanted this more than I wanted anything I had ever wanted before. I wanted to serve people. I wanted to help people change their lives. So it felt like it it was in full alignment for me during that time to work the amount that I was working. And then when it didn't, I knew it was I had it was almost like I had completed that level of my life. I was like, "Awesome, done." did the hustle, did, did that piece. And now I'm ready for something different. I was ready for the shift. Mm -hmm. And that's where, yes, all of the shifting into play and flow and ease Mm -hmm. came into play and it didn't feel easy at Mm -hmm. first. It felt really challenging at first to sit with myself and honestly, like have, have times of like doing nothing because my brain was screaming at me like cat, you literally just built this business. Like you just built a business from the ground up to multiple six figures in a year. Like you cannot stop here. Like you need to keep going, 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 going. And breaking out of that old operating system really came into the place of like, okay, this sucks right now. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to allow myself to know that like nothing bad is going to happen if I take three hours right now to enjoy myself and do something that I want to do. Go on a hike, have a conversation with a friend, uh, go out to eat, whatever it was. And the more that I reminded myself, once again, like pairing the, the belief of like, I get to do this. My life gets to be easy. Money gets to be easy. It gets to flow mm-hmm. with the action of us actually doing that then that starts to create the new belief system of like, okay, yes, this can be true. And then in the time, just like you said, like in the time that I was actually focusing on my business and like now when I focus on my business, all of my attention, no, no distractions around me, no phone, nothing that could stop me from being in the flow of like, this is here. This is what I am present with. This is what my focus and attention is going into because then all of that potent, strong, focused energy is going into moving the needle forward in my business. Whereas before, when I was sitting down for 10 to 16 hours a day, it was like, I just felt like I had to sit in front of my computer to feel productive. So whether I was being 
productive or not, I was training my brain to think that it was productivity as opposed to actually being productive and putting in that super intentional focused energy into what I'm doing. Oh my God, this is so amazing because it made me realize that this has been so true for me as well. I mean, there's a difference between this energy where you're so excited that you can't just stop yourself from working and that doesn't feel like work, even though it might just be a 12-hour day or it might just be a six-hour day. And then the other thing is when we force ourselves to just like you said, to believe in this paradigm of, you know, we need to work hard to be productive or to make money. It's that energy of force. And that's mm-hmm. why we're probably, you know, distracted doing other things because it's not as exciting. Absolutely. Yeah. And that energy of force is coming from the energy of lack. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're showing up in your your business or whatever it is that you do from this energy of force then you're going to project that lack into whatever it is and therefore receive more lack by the law of attraction, as opposed to really checking in with yourself, checking in with what it is that you genuinely need. And if it's to take a break and reset and get back into that inspired energy, then walking away and taking that break and getting back into that inspired energy. Because if you're not showing up from the energy of abundance and wanting to and getting to, and this is a choice, then it's going to be harder to make that money. And that's like, I, I think that's why there is this societal belief of we have to work harder to make more money because it's just a lot of force. It's a lot of lack going out there into the universe. And therefore we're attracting more lack back into our lives, reconfirming that oh my God, I have to work harder to make more money as opposed to being in this place of like, I get to, like, I get to show up for this. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that once again, I share with all of the women that I work with and I check in with myself on, on a daily basis, multiple times throughout the day is like, what is that energy behind the action that I am embodying right now? Because it's not so much the action, it's the energy behind the action. So if you're choosing to approach something, like we said, from the energy of lack or force or fear or not good enough or whatever it is, then that's the energy that you're going to project into it as opposed to checking in with yourself and seeing, okay, I'm showing up with abundance and I get to, and I choose to, and there's inspiration and I want to be here then that's going to project abundance out into whatever it is that you're doing and attract back in abundance. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is, that is so true. Like checking in with ourselves about what we are truly feeling and not how we should feel or how we're supposed to feel, or sometimes just not doing the work because we feel if we do it, we're anyway going to be uh, working very hard or, you know, just scared of, what we feel is going to happen because we're subconsciously working on that belief system that is not even ours, if that makes sense. Yeah, 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 absolutely. All of that makes so much sense. And it's it's all so true. Absolutely. So you mentioned that, you know, money is hard work is one of the top beliefs that you see with women you worked with. What are a couple of other beliefs that come out very strongly for people when they're trying to manifest money, when they're trying to call in more money and they've never had as much or they don't believe that they can have a lot of money. Absolutely. 
I would say um, that one of the biggest, I wouldn't necessarily call it like beliefs, but behaviors that impacts the way that we manifest money is this understanding that like money manifestation oftentimes has absolutely nothing to do with money and everything to do with our relationship to ourselves. And what I mean by that is like, if you have a challenging relationship with yourself, if you don't see yourself as good enough, pretty enough, worthy enough, smart enough, uh, whatever it is, and there's fear of judgment, fear of failure, fear of uh, discomfort, what other people are doing, comparison, whatever it is, that is going to impact the way that we attract and manifest money into our lives. Because the way that we approach one thing is the way that we approach everything. And everything in our lives are connected. So one of the things that I really focus on with, once again, the women that I work with is a lot of things that are not related to money whatsoever, because those things are creating like your, your inner dialogue with yourself and your inner dialogue with yourself is going to determine how you're feeling on a daily basis, what your behaviors are, how you think about yourself, how you think about your life. And our world does this really weird thing of trying to separate everything like in our bodies. When we go to the doctor, it's like, okay, you have a specialist for your head, for your feet, for your bones, for your organs, for all of these different things. But it's like our body is one whole thing. It's one unit and it wants to work in unison. It wants to all work together to heal itself in the way that it needs to and function in the way that it needs to. And when we try to separate all of these things, we're actually creating uh, more confusion and more disconnect for ourselves than actually just taking this general look at like who you are as a person, the way that you feel about yourself, about your life, about your relationships and looking for the things that you feel limited within, looking for the things that you don't feel so good about. Because when you can start to identify those things, then you have the grounds to start to look at, okay, like what is the limiting belief that I am embodying about myself here? Because you are the center point of your manifestations. This is something that I'm, I'm so passionate about is like, you are the center point of your manifestations. Instead of looking externally at the money and being like, okay, I need this money for X, Y, Z, whatever the reason is. It's like, what do I need within myself right now? If I am thinking that this external thing is going to be the thing that makes me feel better, what do I actually need right here, right now? Because I'm the center point of my manifestation and my evolution is key for that external manifestation to show up. So a specific example with money, and this comes back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the conversation, this is hands down, I would say number one thing that I see is like most of the time we want to manifest money because we want to feel safe or we want to feel secure. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we're trying to attain the money. That's why we think like, oh, when I have this money, then I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel safe. I'm going to feel secure. I'm going to feel happy. I'm going to feel free, whatever the story is. And because we're putting all of that external expectation on the money, we're giving our power away to it. And what 
intentional manifestation requires us to do is to look at like, okay, what emotion am I trying to gain from that external thing? Okay. So money, I think it's going to give me safety, security, freedom, et cetera. How can I give myself that feeling of safety, security, and freedom right now? What can I do internally to create that? Because when you become that internally, then you become the vibrational match to receive it externally. And I'd say that like, this is how I've been able to receive so much, like more money than I know what to do with, honestly, in such a short amount of time, because I got super clear on the fact that like, it wasn't about the money. If the money wasn't going to bring me that feeling of safety and security, I wouldn't care about it. So it's how do I make myself feel safe and secure now so that I, I am okay with or without it, that I can detach from the need to receive it. And through that detachment from it, then actually become a clear channel to receive it because I'm already safe. I'm already secure. I'm already good within my body here and now. And that's like one of the paradoxes of manifestation is that like, you got to be so okay without receiving the thing that like the thing naturally attracts in and manifests to you because there's no resistance to receiving it. Okay. So Kat, uh, can you explain this through an example? Like you say that, you know, how can I create that safety within myself? So for some of the people who might be listening, this might just be a very complex concept to understand without an example. So if you could just give an example. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, specifically, once again, with money, let's go into creating that creating that internal safety for yourself. So kind of like I was saying at the beginning, it's creating like some sort of routine of like, how do you feel safe in your own body? And you have to start with feeling, feeling that like it, where are you right now in terms of safety in your body, becoming aware of like, do I feel safe or not? And so many of us are just so used to being so like cracked out and like hyped up and like paying attention to all of these different things. Our nervous systems are so out of whack that like, we're just like numbed out to the fact that we don't actually feel safe. So slowing yourself down and checking in with like, how do I feel inside of my body? Oh, like I feel jittery. I feel anxious. I feel X, Y, and Z. That's a telltale sign of not feeling safe. So putting that into an example. um, Okay. Like specific example around this, let's say the, the entrepreneur, because we've been talking a lot about businesses, say the entrepreneur wants to manifest $10,000 a month. And they want that because that's going to make them finally feel like they have a successful business, that they're going to feel safe. They're going to feel secure. They're going to feel like, oh, I did it. I can lean back now and I can feel good about the fact that I've created this successful business. If that's the end goal of like, oh my God, I'm going to get there and I'm finally going to feel safe, then it's going to be really challenging to get to that place if you're not already creating that internal safety for yourself. So like I've been saying, checking in with yourself of like, how do I feel right now? I feel really anxious. I feel like I'm not good enough. I feel like I'm X, Y, Z, all of the different limiting beliefs that come up and doing the inner work to sort through those different limiting beliefs to create that trust 
and that relationship with yourself of like, I'm good here now with myself, with or without the money. I could be happy. I can be still. I can be relaxed. I can lean into this. Then through that and through that becoming like a active practice and behavior. And like, once again, I said, like with the affirmations of like, I'm safe, I'm safe to be here. I'm safe to experience this. I'm safe to receive money. That's a really good starting point. Honestly, through the inner work of clearing out these different limiting beliefs on like a mental, emotional, and spiritual level, uh, then that also creates that just subconscious safety because most of the time we're not even aware of what it is that is creating this lack of safety inside of ourselves because it's coming from a subconscious place. Mm -hmm. And like I said earlier, the subconscious mind makes up 95% of our brains. And it's not that easy to access if you are just like running about your life or you are so unaware of what is happening internally because you're trying to work so hard to make things happen. So it's really taking that intentional time to slow down and listen to what is the inner dialogue? Why is this inner dialogue here? Where did I learn this from? And choosing to shift those different beliefs slowly but surely, that's going to naturally create so much more internal safety for you because otherwise those old subconscious limiting beliefs and patterns are going to continue to play out these patterns of fear and lack and scarcity and continue to spark that feeling of being unsafe inside of your body. So it really is. It's like, I I can imagine that you've felt this from your own inner work experience. And like for anybody who's listening, who's done inner work or now anybody who's curious about the inner work, it's like, it's life-changing. There's so much change that comes from being very intentional with slowing down, becoming aware of what the stories are that are coming up and starting to intentionally shift and change them. You like literally, I'm a completely different person. Just like we were talking about at the beginning of the episode, it's like, I do not remember what it's like to be me two years ago where I was freaking the fuck out over like, can I do this? Is this possible? Will I have to get a serving job again? XYZ, all of the different stories. Now I'm just like, yeah, I'm good. Like all's well. I know that I'm capable and able to receive anything and everything that I want. And when the next fear or doubt or whatever comes up, I just know that it's a sign that like I'm going to the next level. So yeah, as the example for that, it's like doing, doing those little things that you can do on a daily basis, meditation, affirmations, journaling, inner work, somatic healing to create this internal safety so that then you can get to the place of feeling, okay, I'm good. I'm good with this. I'm good without this. If it happens, yeah, that's awesome. That would be incredible. And if it doesn't, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay right here, right now with myself. Mm -hmm. Surrender. Yes. Yeah. Like really, really, I think that there's like a lot of weird connotation that comes up with surrender and it's not surrendering in the way of like, Oh, I guess it is what it is. Like, this is just, just how it's going to be. It's like surrender in the way of like, Oh yeah. Like I'm going to fully submit to this experience because by allowing myself to fully submit to this experience, I'm actually moving through it. 
and actually allowing whatever needs to move through me to move through me, whatever needs to be made present, present and aware. And yeah, like really allowing yourself to know that it's safe to get to that place. And I think that that's why a lot of people have a hard time, like with the word surrender, because it's like, there's not even the safety to get to the place of surrender. So Mm -hmm. just like stretching yourself to the limit of like, okay, I can sit with this. I can be with this. It's safe for me to sit with this and be with this. And through that, being able to move to the other side. Mm-hmm. And I suppose what you mean by surrender is also like surrendering to the fears that are showing up, surrendering to the emotions that are showing up with say, you know, you're not good enough if you're not working hard. Just for the sake of this example, it could apply to a lot of different beliefs that we might have about money. So, you know, just feeling the fear and sitting and probably doing nothing for a while just to cement the new belief or working on things in your business, but knowing that it's coming, knowing that it's going to happen despite the fear. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Because it's like, if, if we're not accepting those fears, the fact that those fears are present, then we're just pushing them down even further. And what we resist persists. It's going to continue to show back up. So instead of pushing them away, it's, yeah, becoming aware of them, seeing them, looking at them, recognizing that it doesn't feel so good to look at them and see them, but knowing that it's okay to do it. And um, in addition to what you just said there at the end with like, going into your business and being like, okay, yeah, this is possible. I can do this. It's like number one money manifestation, manifestation as a whole, like tip trick hack is like you, if you show up as the version of yourself that already has your manifestations, Mm -hmm. it's not a matter of if your manifestation is going to show up. It's a matter of when. So getting clear on who that successful business owner is, who that version of yourself who has the buckets and buckets of money is, what would they know to be true? What would they know to be true about themselves, about their lives, about money? How would they behave? What habits would they have? How would they show up differently than how you're showing up now? How would they feel about themselves? How would they feel about money? How would they feel about life? And getting clear on all of those things and then giving yourself the permission to show up as that version of yourself as often as you possibly can. And even if at the start, that's only like five minutes a day, that's better than just being like, oh yeah, well, it would be nice to start to show up as that version of myself, but I didn't do it today because I was so busy. It's like, Everybody has at least five minutes a day. If you're listening to this podcast episode, you have five minutes a day. If you look at Instagram at any point during the day, you have five minutes a day. So moving the needle forward bit by bit on becoming this version of yourself is going to allow you to naturally attract and manifest more money into your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, Kat, so this is my last question. I know we've been speaking for quite a while now, but it just is such an interesting conversation. We're going so deep. Um, So I have experienced that I wouldn't have been able to do what I'm doing had I not got support from coaches. Why do you or what is your experience been in terms of like 
why is it so important to work with a mentor or work with somebody while doing this work? Absolutely. I, my experience with this is like, we, I don't know, we live in a world that also kind of tries to convince us that like, we should figure things out by ourselves. And like, that is the furthest thing from true, because if there is something that you want, if there is something that you are trying to attain and there is somebody that you know has what you want and has the knowledge to get you to that place, that is the most beneficial thing that you could do for yourself. And that's what I've chose to do time and time again. I have invested an insane amount of money in getting mentors, even and especially when I didn't have the money that made sense to do that. Um, and choosing to work with them has helped me see into the mind of somebody who's already at the financial level that I want to be at, or at the business level that I want to be at, or feels the amount of self-love that I want to feel. And having people who understand what it is that you want, as well as are going to tell you that it's possible and be in your corner for when the doubt and the fear and all of these things show up, because that is the inevitable that these things are going to show up, whether you want them to or not. Having that support from somebody who knows how to move through it and knows how to guide you through it is going to help you overcome whatever fear or whatever resistance it is that you have in such a short amount of time than if you were to try to do it by yourself, because our brains are conditioned to try to run back to safety and the comfort zone, whether the comfort zone is something that we like or not. Mm -hmm. So being in the energy and the support of somebody who's 10 steps ahead of you, or however many steps ahead of you is going to completely cut your timeline down of you getting to that place as well, as well as just give you the actual exact insight of what the belief systems are, what the behaviors are, what the emotions are, all of these different things to then become that person and manifest those things that you want. Absolutely. 100%. And also I feel like I can't see my blind spots as much as I'd like to figure out all my limiting beliefs on my own I feel when I'm with a mentor it's just crystal clear to me somehow because of that space that the mentor can hold for me absolutely 100% and that's like that's absolutely sometimes I'm blown away by the different blind spots that I have that my mentors are like this is this is what's here and I'm like holy (laughs) shit you are right Because we don't, we don't see within ourselves what we don't see. And in order for us to change those things, there has to be awareness around them. Yeah. And like you mentioned over and over again, this cannot be done with the conscious mind. Like we can't see what's going on in our subconscious through our conscious mind because it's just not there in the awareness. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I like, yeah, anybody who's listening to this that has resonated with this message, it's like, find somebody you vibe with and learn from them because Mm -hmm. you will completely excel all of these different things that you're wanting to change in your life and all of these things that you're wanting to manifest by finding that person and by, by learning from them. 
Absolutely. And on that note, how can people find you over social media or on the internet if they want to work with you or they are interested in your work or want to just know more about it? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, people can find me on my podcast, which is called the No Bullshit Manifestation Show. Um, I have a very no bullshit approach to manifestation. I know there's a lot of weird woo-woo things out there that don't make sense and make this kind of unbelievable. I approach it from a direction that is actually very cut and dry and helps you understand how to implement it into your life right here, right now, today. And I would say, in addition to that, you can connect with me on Instagram. My handle is at Kat Kozad, and I'm sure you'll put the spelling to that in the show notes. And from there, there's also a private Facebook community where I host weekly private trainings. Um, So I'll give you all of the links to those so that people can connect with me in whatever way feels best to them. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time, Kat. This has been an amazing, delightful conversation. Thank you so much for Uh, being here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on and holding this space. I hope that this conversation helps all of your audience. I hope so too, because this has been a question that had been coming up a lot for people who wanted to work with me, people who wanted to manifest more money. So I just hope this helps anybody and everybody who's been listening. Thank you once again, Kat, for your time. Absolutely.